Hi guys, it's time to get some of the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history. Just for wrestling, the JFW podcast, hosted by Travis Dean. And I am Nubby, the amazing turtle. Oh, perfect. You're, you're loud at the beginning is back. Alright, so oh, hopefully it's these difficulties it's will go away. Yeah, hopefully maybe. these difficulties will go away. Maybe. That was, that was strange. I'm not gonna lie. Well, you know, here's the thing, Nubby. You've been on the show now for, what, what is it? It's been about four, four or five months now. Yeah. And minimal minimal technical difficulty, so it ain't that bad. It ain't bad, man. We got to take that as a win. The only thing is, it's, I don't use the headset for other than this. I know. It's, it's supposed it, to be for it, our it, PlayStation, but I don't use it. So. But it's good. No, we're good. We're we're here. Uh we got we got some uh, we got some shows uh, to talk about. Uh, we got shows. Excited. More excitingly, we got to talk about shows that you wrestled on. I did wrestle this weekend. Good, so I'm excited to hear about that. Um, we also got to talk about Halloween Havoc because that uh, that happened uh, this past weekend, uh, last Saturday. Uh, so we didn't do predictions on it, but it's okay because the less we do predictions, the more guaranteed I am to win this year, and I'm okay with that. Uh, one thing I mean, I do want we could have got a reminder. Uh, I I think I sent a message that said send the predictions on Friday, not by Friday on Friday, and not one person did it. I remembered. I just didn't do it because no one else did. Well, I forgot because I had a show that day. Hey man, it's cool. You're a busy guy. I know. Fucking, fucking nubs got shit to do. I get it. I get it. Let me ask you before we start about Halloween Havoc, something else that's relatable to televised wrestling. Um, and I want to get your response on the discussions that have been going about about CM Punk being bought out of his contract. <laughs> well, that's the crazy part about contracts, man. Millions you... of dollars, no compete. He'll pretty much have to sit at home. Right. And then if they don't buy him out, he still gets to sit at home and still make money, yeah. but more. He'll he'll get paid more. Yeah, probably. My 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 curious, The thing I'm curious about most is I I don't know if it's like, like first off, no compete, compete, whatever it is. Um, I don't see CM Punk going to WWE for any reason as a wrestler. I don't. I mean, I, I don't know if you ever had a chance to ever hear his interview he did on Cole Cabana's podcast, like, years, years, years ago. Um, but a lot of the problems he had focused almost around Triple H for some parts. Mm-hmm. And now that they're running the show, I don't see him really finding interest in going to WWE to be a wrestler. Now, when he did go back for that really brief period before COVID, it was more of just being an uh, – um, an analyst on like their Fox like uh, 
Smack Talk or Raw, whatever the fuck it was called. And that was more of a Fox thing than a WWE. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, yeah. So it's, I don't, I don't see the, the no compete being a factor when it comes to him being released in the sense of going to WWE, but is that no compete also for like New Japan or NWA? You know, Impact, you know, stuff like that. Because Ring of Honor isn't really an option anymore. That's owned by Tony Khan too. Um, so, I don't know. Um, as far as the res- wrestling business goes on that idea, it seems very, uh, you know, WCW buyout, major stars, you know, just sitting at home getting paid. It seems like a fucking waste. Um, yeah. Obviously, they got to honor the contract. Uh, it's I don't understand why they can't just, you know, accept what happened and move forward. But at the same time, I don't know. <coughs> I don't know if it's a punk thing. I'm like, listen, I don't want to wrestle here anymore. I don't think that's the case. I think they're just kind of like figuring out, A, is it better we just let him go to kind of stop the issues between him, Omega, the Young Bucks, shit like that. It brought a dark cloud for sure, bad aura, which we all knew. We all knew that was going to happen. That was one of, like one of the first concerns I had when he was first signed was, what about him and Cole Cabana being in the same company? That was going to be an issue, and it was an issue without it being an official issue. Yep. It, it was on in a way, and instead of you know being professional and walk away from it, he went with it and spoke his mind, which sometimes you know great, but. Sometimes you got to learn to shut your fucking mouth. Yeah. And it, the thing is, like, Tony Khan being the big fucking wrestling fan he is and watching the business pre-AEW, he should have known the kind of person he was sending, spending all this money on. He should have known that this was going to happen. CM Punk made a career on pissing people off and saying things that people didn't want to hear. His own truth, rather, you know, however you want to look at it. It's his own truth. It's not what everyone's thinking. It's what he's thinking. And he'll go out there and he'll fucking sit. Now, the thing that bothers me the most is that they want to put all the blame on Punk. But the thing is, Tony Khan sat right next to Punk during that press conference and just allowed it to keep fucking happening. Made his goofy little fucking face, uh, facial expressions, but kept letting him do it. And it has to, obviously it has to do with the fucking money he's spending on it. It's like, well, you know, I you know, can't really say anything because, you know, we own this much money. And I don't want to fucking lose him. But look where we are now anyways. Fucking, he's, they're going to spend millions of fucking dollars, ta- money that they could give to other fucking talent for a guy to fucking sit at home. See, Tony Khan fucked up. He was so worried about the money that he may or may not lose if he were to say some shit to Punk about it, he should have been more worried about the reputation of his company. Because now, in a way, com- the company itself has a bad re- bad reputation. Like I said, bad aura, dark cloud. Yeah. And he did nothing about it. And to me, he was dumb um, and unprofessional. He should have stopped him. Vince McMahon would have cut him off. Yeah, and that, and that's the one thing that people thought was I, I guess in in out of everything that I heard from people who hated people who left DAF as if it was like the biggest shithole to work for, the one thing everyone agreed that was a positive is that 
every decision starts and stops with Vince McMahon. You know, no matter what, at the end of the day, he makes the final call. And I get that Tony Khan tried to be that guy. But he also tried to be everyone's fucking friend. And now he lets the fucking pretty much inmates run the asylum, do what they want, say what they want, because he thinks it's going to, you know, bring, you know, a fan base there because of the realism and all this shit. But the thing is, everything's getting way too personal, and now people are, you know, refusing to work, refusing to work with people. And it, it's, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a hard situation to be in because the guys that CM Punk's have an issue with are also executives of AEW. And these, you know, Young Bucks, Omega, I mean, they, I mean, you get rid of them, they, they'll go to fucking Dead AE, they'll go to NXT just to fucking spite, you know, you know, Tony Khan. Yep. CM Punk, I mean, I think he'd rather take the money and sit at fucking home than go to, you know, Dead AE and fucking wrestle for Triple H or Stephanie uh, Pritchard or anybody over there. You know, I think Paul Heyman might be the only guy that he would have any, you know, interest in going over there and fucking, you know, you know working with. But it's a good fucking situation. I I don't understand where people find the the uh, the excitement and joy of watching AEW because every time I watch it, I see I I don't see you know an entertaining show when it comes to pro wrestling. You know I still think WWE is always going to be the top place. You know and I think AEW needs to start doing what TNA did and what TNA realized. You're never going to beat Daddy. Just be your own fucking thing. Stop stop signing all these former talents because you, <clears throat> you think it's going to draw more people in. I mean, they got all these great talents over there, but they're still not getting the fucking numbers. Right. You know, and it's, uh, it's fucking goofy. Uh, I'm excited to see what that ultimately ends up in. But I do want to talk about Havoc because I do want to get into the indie shit. Because uh, that's uh, that's the fun stuff to talk about. Because you're in that life. Hell yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'll talk about the matches. Give me some feedback on them because you watched it. So, uh, let's see, I don't want to talk about that match. I don't want to talk about that match. Okay, let's talk about the ladder match uh, for the vacant NXT North American Championship. Uh, Wesley picked up the victory against Carmelo Hayes, uh, Mensa, Von Wagner, and Nathan Fraser. <laughs> First thing I do want to talk about, and I want to get your opinion on, is uh, Von Wagner uh, taking out not only everyone in the ring, but uh, also a couple people in the front row with that ladder. <laughs> um, a little bit uh, rambunctious. Um mm-hmm. Slow your ass down, bro. Pay attention. Yeah. Now, in, what I will say in his defense is I think the length of that ladder shouldn't have been placed where it was. Um, that should have been probably towards, like, the entrance or maybe over by the announcer's table. But, yeah, at the same time, he's pulling that thing up, putting it up over the guardrail. Not only the guardrail, but the fucking um, plastic barrier that's there as well. And basically shoving it into some woman's fucking face. Now, as yeah. far as I know, she's fine. But, I mean, it's one of the things that you sit here and watch this guy who's been in NXT for well over a year. He's a rookie fucking mistakes that he's making. Yeah. You know, um, but the match was pretty fucking exciting. Uh, oh. Wes, Wesley wasn't my, it wasn't going to be my pick to win. <coughs> um, I thought, I thought, honestly, it would have gone to either Von Wagner. Uh, I don't think back to Camelo because I think Camelo's on the verge of going up to the next level sometime soon. 
Um, uh, Mensa, I think, would have been like my second choice to Von Wagner, but I thought the powerhouse guy would have gotten the opportunity to get it. Mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed the match. Um, you know, like we were talking about AEW and like some of the stuff that they do, not so much entertaining and, um, and also their matches. Um, uh, did, I made AEW subject. Did you, um, see the video clip of Tony Khan talking about how they don't train like they should be or they're not practicing uh-huh. enough? Well, yeah, he was something along those lines that they don't train like often. And it uh, it does show that they don't because you see a lot of mistakes on AEW in matches. Mm-hmm. In this ladder match, maybe a little bit of hiccups here and there, but yeah. not very noticeable. Yeah. And everything they did was crisp as hell. And that's because they have a great fucking training program at the Performance Center. Yeah, there was a, I read an article uh, that just kind of talked about uh, some of uh, Shawn Michaels' uh, thoughts about what was going on as far as NXT goes. And one of the thoughts that he had is that uh, as, as, um, as a trainer, as a guy who's building the next generation of talent, uh, as far as it comes down to other companies taking people from them, he's not too upset or worried about it because it just shows that they're doing their job there. And uh, and I think that's a pretty cool mindset to have. I mean, obviously, everyone always wants to be, like, the next big thing, the next best thing. Honestly, I think right now, if you're in NXT, you stay in NXT and you learn to grow. Because as of right now, if you go over to AEW, your best bet is to end up on one of their fucking YouTube shows. Yeah. You know, Dynamite, Rampage, and stuff like that, they, they have enough big talent to fill those matches week in and week out. And I don't want to take anything away from Dark and uh, Elevation because there's been a lot of cool people on there. We've seen uh, even people from this area, people that we know from, well, you know more than I do, but the people I've known, John Hudson, JPH, Evil Sierra, has been on you know, these AEW uh, darks and stuff like that, and, and that's a pretty cool concept. Um, but the idea to move up into the next, you know, the televised stuff, it's fucking rare to believe that that's going to happen because Brian Danielson, you know, Hangman Page, Moxley, uh, you know, these guys. I mean, shit, they can't even get FTR on the fucking show. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, just, I mean, where you're at in NXT, fucking stay there, you know. They use people. People are constantly being used in some in some aspect or another, and people and, and people are growing a popularity. And when you grow your popularity, you grow forward. You know, uh, Champa is one of the perfect examples. Fucking dude was in NXT for years. Finally moved up to the main roster. Now, unfortunately, he's injured at the moment, uh, which he fucking always is. Um, but I mean, Gargano, same thing. You know, he was on NXT for a long time. He went away, had a kid. Now he's back. He's on the main roster. You know? It, yep. But, no, you're right. The ladder match, minus a couple of fucking hiccups, was pretty damn flawless. And uh, especially, like, a majority of them, all but Von Wagner was a high-flying guy. He, they fucking moved. And they put their body on the fucking line that entire fucking match. Yeah. Um, 
it, it's really cool to see uh, Wesley uh, win, uh, obviously, you know, since his tag team partner got released because of some controversial pitcher. Um, he didn't get lost in the shuffle. And I think that proves, like, what NXT is. You know, prove yourself. You're going to get a chance. You're going to get an opportunity. Um, sure. What about uh, what about Apollo Crews and uh, what the fuck he faced? Um, shit. Uh, uh, Grayson Waller. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Casket match. <laughs> Casket match. Okay. I'm just going to say this. I think they watched WrestleTopia. Yeah? Because, <laughs> because of the casket? The casket situation is exactly maybe a little bit, maybe a little different, Yeah, but pretty much fucking spot on to what mm-hmm. happened to WrestleTopia with the body bag match. That was the first thing I thought of. I'm like, they watched it. They watched WrestleTopia. Yeah. It, it, and you know what? Honestly, like when I was watching, I got the same feeling now that you mentioned the same feeling I got when I was uh, commentating WrestleTopia. Like you destroyed the one thing you needed to, to win this match. Now, the only thing I didn't like it, and <clears throat> I'm fine with theatrics and wrestling, uh, obviously going through this business, learning the, the wrestling aspect of the business, I become more fond of the the promos and the behind the scenes shit, the theatrics of wrestling. I became more of a fan of than the actual wrestling in the ring. Um, I didn't like the idea that when the lights went off and came back on, Apollo Cruz was all the way at the top of the uh, uh, entrance, walking back down with the casket. Honestly, he you just went through through a casket, yeah. but yet you had enough wherewithal and enough energy. To roll out of there, get all the way up there, and walk back down. It's like, fuck no, no, you just, you're not the Undertaker. No, no. If, realistically, if it was if it was me, I would have had him roll out of it, kind of point up at the entrance or something like that, or look up at the entrance, and then they bring another one down. But uh, other than that, I mean, it, it was a great fucking match. It's a good ending to a storyline. Uh, they built it really well, you know, with Apollo Crews, you know, showing that, you know, yeah, he is a former NXT guy who came back to NXT, but still proving who the fuck he was. I'm glad they got rid of that gimmick that they gave him. The, uh, oh, that was um, bad. Yeah, the, the African Prince or the African King, whatever the fuck he was referred to as, using the uh, <coughs> the uh, the South African accent and everything. It's like, don't give somebody an accent that they didn't have before. And don't try to sound as if they were hiding it the entire fucking time. Right. You know, it, it's it's just as bad as, like, them doing the whole Kofi thing. Yeah. Where all of a sudden Kofi accidentally spoke normally. And he said, well, I spoke like that because of my heritage. He's like, don't sell it like that. And just pretend it never happened. Move the fuck on. Same thing with Lana. Yeah. yeah. It, and all of a sudden she's on Total Divas and now she's normal. Yeah. So it's one of, it's one of those things where... Uh, the the story the story ended well. Uh obviously Apollo picked up the win. Uh great fucking finish because it did seem like Wallen was going to uh win and you know, give the next generation another victory over the guys who built that company. Yep. Uh so here we got uh Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade. Uh spin the wheel, make a deal, end up being a weapons match. Uh I'm okay with the match. I'm not, I wasn't too excited about it. I mean, obviously, the, the feud they had with each other was pretty cool, but this was probably, like, at the bottom of, like, you know, if I if I had to do a ranking, this didn't break, like, you know, the top of anything. It wasn't, like, my top three matches or anything. It was a good match, but if I had to pick my least favorite match tonight, it was probably this one. 
Well, we know it would have been super fan Steve's uh, least favorite. Oh yeah, no, yeah, he he he, yeah, he was probably trying to fast forward live television when this fucking thing came on. <laughs> they did have that cool spot though from the top of that um I don't know that pedestal, whatever the hell you want to call it. Uh, I thought it was a little hokey the way it happened. It it didn't like it was a fun fall, but mm-hmm. it's just the way they went into it. I think it should have been more powerful. It just seemed lazy. Other other than the fact that you had to like really focus on who was given who and a move off of it. Yeah, I think they're going for a Russian leg sweep. Um, it was a, it was a little wonky, uh, but the fact that they did it is actually pretty fucking cool. Yeah, because I remember I remember when uh oh. Uh, Pat McAfee, when he when he took that fall against Adam Cole, like they actually showed the behind the scenes where Vince was actually showing him how to do it, and Vince jumped from up there. So um, obviously they you know they're careful with the, these high spots right. and everything, and they got the crash pads, and we all know that and everything. Uh, but the fact that these girls were willing to do it, and they're young too, like twenty twenty one stuff like that, yeah. uh, just shows how committed NXT stars are to proving themselves into the future, you know. But nothing other other than that other than that one spot, nothing really like caught my eye in this match. It was I, I like the finish. It wasn't bad. Julius Creed took on Damon Kemp. Um I'm not a big fan of ambulance matches, honestly. I think it's they're just a, it's just a classic match. Yeah, in, in a way, yes. It's just it's it, it's the same thing as a stretcher match. Yeah, I'm not. Those are like one of the two of the ones I don't like mm-hmm. out of all those special matches. That was a good match though. They beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, but I I would have preferred Kemp winning though because I think you could have built the story better if one of the brothers had to leave NXT. You could always make a situation where he could come back. But uh, I, I, th- I think it was I think it was a weird way to kind of end that because you have this guy who's trying to tear apart the diamond mine from the inside out, and he got one fucking person. Yeah. So um, I don't know if they're gonna move forward to pursue it uh, any further than what actually was, but um, I don't know. I just I, I just wish that they did more with it than what they did. Uh, but yeah, I think Kemp should have won that match. Caused uh, the brother to have to leave NXT, and then maybe down the line, if Roderick comes back and you know he can face <coughs> Kemp, and the winner you know gets to decide something. You know, like if if Roderick wins, he could come back or some shit like that. But um, I think the wrong person won the match. I would have picked Kemp if we were doing the uh, predictions because that made more sense to the storyline. Because once you beat Kemp, is you know. His idea of tearing apart Diamond Mine kind of goes by the wayside because it's like, okay, cool, you just lost all that fucking momentum. Um, but it was, it was, I mean, it was pretty hard hitting. Uh, you know, I just, I cringed every time he tried to slam that door and that, and uh, fucking. Had his hand in the way. Yeah, it's, I can't remember the fucking. Uh, Julius. Julius's fingers were in there. I don't want to get mixed up with his actual brother. Uh, putting his fingers in the door and everything. I know how I know how they fix that to make it look like it, but 
all in all, uh, it was a decent match. I just think they should have changed the finish, and it should have been uh, camp winning. Mandy Rose defeated Alba Fire, which I completely blanked on the fact that Alba Fire is uh, Kaylee Ray. <laughs> totally free. I totally didn't realize that until uh, the pre-show abduction in that uh, haunted house of uh, part that segment. I ended up fast forwarding through that part. I'm like, eh. <laughs> yeah. it, it was a little goofy. But good match. Uh I, I'm definitely buying more into Mandy Rose. Uh oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a favorite. Obviously changed her hair color and uh I like I like the hair color on her. Yeah. Yeah, but um nothing again, nothing really stood out. Obviously, uh you know, um she had a little help from uh the outside. Protection once again helped her win, uh, which is fine, you know, for a heel that it works. So, uh, main event: Braun Breaker, uh, El- Elijah Dragunov, oh, yeah, for sure, and JD McDonough in a triple threat match. Oh, it was a fun triple threat match. It was fun. I thought that ending was a little, eh, not yeah. too spectacular, but you know it. I'm. I didn't really have a pick for the match, as I don't really follow NXT religiously. But you know, it was a great match. Just um, a little bit weird. I will go on with the JD McDonough victory, but uh, as a referee, how do you feel about this one hair in front of my face? How do you feel about? uh, (laughs) How do How do you feel about a, a a? a count being stopped, not by a kick out or an interference by another wrestler, but the fact that the referee just grabs your hand and stops the three count. Um, it's unique. You, I mean, you see it once in a while, but it's a unique thing that doesn't happen too often. You know, you see the guy jumping into the ring and you know jumping on top of the pile or something like that. But this, I mean, JD McDonough, he did something clever in my mind. More clever is you don't have to, you know, affect your body by jumping onto a bunch of other bodies. You just grab the referee's hand from stopping the three count. In that particular situation, in that kind of match, it's actually okay. Yeah. It was so close to being a three count, though. Like, they timed that so perfect for the drama. I was like, holy shit. To be the referee for that spot, I bet he was like, I hope I don't fuck this up. Hope I don't fuck this up. But that was perfect timing. Let me ask you a question. Okay, let's let's say I wanted to book a, a finish to a match. Is it justifiable, right? Let's say you're the referee. You're counting a three count. And right before you hit three, they don't grab your arm, but instead they just slide their hand underneath your hand and you guys kind of fucking like high five, but on the mat. Does that count as a three count or does that break the count? In my opinion, it breaks the count because... You didn't hit the mat, you hit the guy's hand. Exactly. And everybody knows if you are hitting an object, whether it's a table, a chair, or a mat, as long as it's that same object, if a hand happens to get under there, then it stopped. Say I'm on the mat, and they put a chair there. I just hit the chair. Of course, I'm going to sell the chair shot to my hand. I was just thinking that as you're saying, I was like, what if you slid that chair in to break the fucking count? That should be a finish to a fucking show. That should be a fucking, you know, you do a triple threat title match at one of these fucking indie shows. 
That's how you break up a fucking count. You know, you have the referee fucking going full bore under three counts. Also, you have a guy slide a chair and you fucking hit it. You're checking on your own hand because you're fucking distracted. Boom, you come in. Heel does some fucking shady shit. Yep. Right? But could that cause a disqualification? Depending on the on the situation of the match. And right. Yes, this they brought situation, a weapon in, but they didn't hit you with it. It's a triple threat, and most triple threat matches, unless noted otherwise, yeah. there's really no rules, so a chair is legal. I think I think we came up with a pretty good fucking finish to a future match. Yeah. But oh. Braun Baker ended up winning, uh, retaining <laughs> his title. On all, Howie Havoc, awesome show. In that same article about Shawn Michaels, he did go on record saying that he wants Howie Havoc to get so popular that it's more related to NXT than it is to WCW. Don't see that happening, but I like the idea. I can see them working their asses off to do it. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't I don't see it. I mean like I mean I know they're doing good with war games. I mean like war games is almost to the point now where it's an NXT WWE thing compared to what it was back then. I mean, but you're always gonna get those 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 veteran fucking fans who say like, Well yeah, but I remember Rick Flair, Four Horsemen War Games, MWO fucking war games, you know. I think it's just gonna be based on the generation. You know, younger right. kids nowadays, they probably don't even know what a fucking Halloween Havoc 97 is. And which is sad because you have all of the pay-per-views yep. in one spot now. So there's no excuse that mm-hmm. six-year-old Timmy Johnson over here shouldn't be watching Halloween Havoc. True. I mean, but if there is a Timmy Johnson out there, sorry for putting you on blast. Yeah, if there's uh, Timmy Johnson out there, go ahead and uh, subscribe to the podcast and uh, just keep sitting and learn something. Uh, <laughs> on all, Halloween have it good. Happy with it. Uh, next okay. pay-per-view is uh, Crown Jewel. Uh, when is that? Next week. Next next Saturday. Of course. Not this, up, not this upcoming one, but the next one. On the 5th? Yes. we're. I think we're pretty much all booked that day. I don't know what you're doing. You're, you're either going to be... Aren't you going to be... Wa- I got Rocket Pro, oh, but... Oh, Fucking Pow. Yeah, I got the first good view to watch. Or uh, SCW presents uh, Russell Rage. <laughs> the reason why Russell Rage is sold out is because of uh, Aaron Xavier and SCW. Fuck. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that that's next, next Saturday, yeah. We'll have definitely all the details for that next week. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna I'm have excited. Full, you're gonna have a full fucking boat on that Saturday, man. You got two shows. Gotta yeah, go win, gotta go win some hardware and then go win some battle royal. It depends on where I'm at in the card. True, true that. All right, well, since we're uh, we're getting there anyways, uh, let's dive into the indie stuff. Uh, talk about some. Turtle Independent Talk. Uh, before we do, I just want to remind all you guys that this episode of Just Freak Wrestling, the JFW podcast, is brought to you by CarterComics.com. Whether it's graded or raw, Carter Comics has got you. Go to CarterComics.com, check out their amazing store, pick up some comics, throw them in the cart, and then use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. Save yourself 10% in your entire order. Don't worry, guys. 
If you're an eBay fan, you can use discount code on their four eBay accounts. All you got to do is go to cartercomics.com, go to the bottom of the homepage, find the links that are four different eBay accounts, pick up your uh, products, bid on them, make an offer, buy it outright. Promo code FREAKNET will save you 10% on that order as well. Cartercomics.com, one-stop shop for all your comic needs. Hell to the yeah. Hell yeah, buddy. All right. Uh, Bubby, you got, uh, you got some tit, so uh, let's hear some tat. All right. I got some tat tit. Of this. Uh, let me tat confirm tat one. Tat. Just going to confirm one more thing here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, take your time. Tell you what, while you're uh, doing that, while you're doing that, I want to play this. Well, I guess real quick. Uh, you know, you talk about results for us. So I'm gonna wait for this. I'm gonna, <coughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna play a promo for you guys, but it's more relatable to uh, I think IPW is it IPW or Rocket Pro. That's for Rocket Pro, which is uh, next week. But that promo is important. So Rocket Pro, we're gonna talk about on next week's show. Yeah, but we can play the promo today. Yeah, I'm gonna you play know. the promo now. I'm gonna play the promo now. Fuck it. Because uh, here's the thing, guys. I haven't listened to this promo yet. I just know that my buddy uh, Damien Saint isn't too happy about it, and uh, I want to know why. And uh, I'm going to play this for you, and you and I are going to hear this for the first time together. So, withheld my pay, it's documented, this is an actionable position, correct? Okay, send me the files in the morning, I'll sign them, and I'll get them right back to you. I appreciate it. Damien Saint, that's me on the phone with my attorney. You didn't pay me. You said you weren't going to pay me if I sat. I'm here to tell you I had to sit. The reason I had to sit is because Marche and Grin at Darkness Falls went all around, and I couldn't see him to call the action for our fans, which I'm obligated to do. So I had to sit down and look at the monitor. All I did was my job. And what did you do? You whacked me half my pay. You kept food from my family. You kept money from my family. That's not going to fly. And to make that worse, you decided to send me a care package with this piece of crap autographed Damien St. Postman. And then the ultimate insult. Back of hot dogs. Hot dogs and a handshake, Damien St. I will be at Harvest Havoc on November 5th. St. Joe's Park. I'll be there. And I'll be sitting behind my screen I'll have my headsets on, and I'm going to do my job the best of my ability, like I always do. You see, you can do all the shenanigans you want. You can make a mockery of me. I'll stand up, whatever. I'll dance to your turn, tune. You can do what you did to me and Jay Beck. It's not going to stop us. We see who you are, and we won't stand for it. And I definitely won't sit for it. I'll see you at Harvest Havoc. <clears throat> pretty uh pretty strong fucking turtleneck coming uh coming from fucking Steve. But uh let me uh get, now I, I know a little bit about the situation with Steve and Damien Sate, but obviously you're more uh around what's been going on. So uh so so Steve got his paid deducted because he sat down? Yes. There has to be more to that. He was told to stand through for the whole show. And so why did he sit down? Cause he wanted to sit down. He's an old man, I don't know. And and you can't really I mean you could he could have stood there 
and watch the monitor, but I don't know. It all I know is he he sat down and he was the duck pay. Well, they, uh, Damien Saints' response to this as he posted this video was, um, I took food off your table. I took money out of your pocket. I told you, sat what the consequences were. If you sat what the consequences were. You sat down. You took food off your table. You took money out of your pocket. Coming at me trying to play the victim, you made a choice. You knew the consequences. Uh, really, going to play the victim when you uh, were really told what would happen, you made a choice like as if you can't look down. Um, I don't know why you guys don't like Damien Saint because he seems like a fucking delight. Oh, well, and look, uh, hold on a second. Steve, if you're listening, uh, I'll take the poster. So. And yeah, I'll take the hot dogs too. Those, those look like good hot dogs. dogs. I love hot dogs. Why do you why do you hate Damien Saint? What's so wrong with the dude? The dude I mean I from all well, from all aspects it looks like he's just trying to be a good general manager and do his job. Well, I'll give him this. He is doing a great job when it comes to putting his matches together. Okay. I just don't agree with how he got the job. Did he win a match? No. He was a referee for a match and he hit one of the wrestlers, Team RPW. Hit Team RB but W as a referee with a chair and cost Team RPW the match to the idols. And because the idols won, he became general manager. Exactly. So what's the problem? He, you know, he stipulation, uh, you know, just went forward. He assaulted Shogun yeah. while wearing while ref while wearing a referee shirt, doing a job. Because another referee got knocked out, he was had to do his job as a referee. He was not provoked. No one touched him. He took the chair and he hit Shogun and cost Team RPW the match. So, he, so what, what's this time? He's the general manager of RPW? Yes. Who was the previous general manager of RPW? J-Beck. So did J-Beck make this match and make the stipulation? No, or so, yeah, he made. Wait, no, he made the stipulation that if team help me out if, here, Nubby, help okay. me out here. See, I'm, I'm confused. I'm getting confused. All right, so who, who booked the match? Who booked the? All right, match? It, it was actually a mix of the head people of RPW and yeah, JDAC, okay. and they put Team RPW together against yeah. the Idols, and if the okay. Idols won, they are in charge of RPW. Gotcha. And now JBEC is no longer the GM. So it doesn't sound like this is Damien Saint's fault. It sounds like it's RPW and JBEC's fault. Oh, uh, we could say that because the team that they put together seems good on paper. We, they put a bunch of guys together to have egos, big time egos. When they could have easily put me on the team and I would have won. I would have won it for them. But yeah, you're a the fucking turtle, bud. And I would have got revenge. For what they did to me earlier in the show, so. Yeah, well, it sounds like your guys' fight is with RPW, not Damien Saint. Well, my fight is with Rockin' Rivera. He's got the title that I brought to the company. And it was stated on the Power Hour that 
by Rocket himself that we've known each other a long time. I was like a big brother to him. So let's hit Big Brother Turtle with his own weapon that was given to him by an idol to win a match. What a dick. So that's why I channeled him. Well, Rocket Pro's uh, next week. Uh, yep. We'll talk about it next week, so we'll For dive sure. more. We'll dive more into that. Um, but uh, let's talk about uh, let's talk about what happened this past weekend, and uh, I guess oh. what's coming up this weekend. So let's, uh, let's right. recap some shit. All right, we got some shit. We got some tit. Got so much shit. Got some. We shit got so much shit. shit, and we got some tit. Got some tit. So Chicago style wrestling had a show on this past Friday. Special guest was Eugene. Former WWE star. Which I do want to say, I saw pictures of Eugene with uh with BJ. And uh yeah. was it BJ? Yeah. Eugene does not look the same. No. He does, he does, not, he does not look like the Eugene I thought Eugene looked like back in the day. I guess I guess realistically it has been like what, like fifteen years since I've seen him? But, Probably. But yeah. So, but Eugene's still a great fucking character. I still think of many of his the shit that he did. So, anyways, go ahead. Yeah, and we'll definitely get to what he did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Um, so the show started out with a uh, pre-show match. I'm gonna butcher these names like I always do. Never heard of them before. It's uh, the Zeus <coughs> Shell took on. Ezio Orlandi. And I did not rep this match, nor did I really pay attention to it, so I don't know who won. Good job, journalist Turtle. So somebody won that match. Wait, who 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 wrote these notes down? This is actually the card that I stole from the board after the show. Oh, nice. nice. And this has no you know, nothing on it. Gotcha. At, hey, at least you got the match card. Yeah. Well, it's easier than me writing the shit down. That's true. That's true. That, that's what America's all about. Find the easy way out. I approve. Work hard. Work, work smart, not hard. Amen, brother. All right. Uh, Future's Battle Royal. We saw a debut of Red Crimson. And he won the Battle Royal, eliminating Doom Montgomery in the end. <laughs> All right. Um, into the main show, um, Deadpool comes out, welcomes everyone to the show. But it was he was immediately cut off by Black and Brave. They unmasked Deadpool, and it ended up being Steve. Steve and Power Hour Steve. Power Hour Steve, the GM, was Deadpool. It was revealed. Fucking Power Hour Steve. Dude, dude can do anything. Yes, he can. So, uh, Black and Bray came out. They have a new name, apparently. They are called the Hate Keepers. Seems like I a like good it. Name. I, I fucking like it. like it. I fucking like it. I don't know how much I like them, but hey, I'm just an official, so I have no biased opinions. Uh, hey, keepers, I do like. Hold, so on, hold on, Sam. Hold on, you have no biased opinion towards them or in general? 
in general. Damien Saint? That's a little different. Ah, okay, just checking. Uh, current high-voltage uh, champion? Fuck that guy. Okay. How? Fuck pal. <laughs> I think you set me up for that. <laughs> Look, anyway. some situations require me to do it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, please. Go back to your unbiasedness. Love to hear more I, about it. I, I am unbiased here because n- nothing was done to me, so. Oh, okay. Just check it. Until something is done to me. See, unlike POW refs, um, I don't start shit. I don't That's strike right. first. You just strike harder. Exactly. Fuck yeah. But hey, uh, we're getting off uh, off topic here. The pals next yeah. week. Fuck them, guys. Fuck you, Chris Hedford. Um, so they came out that the hate keepers talking all kinds of shit. Uh, Conan Lycan, who was supposed to wrestle Cody James, apparently had an injury that he suffered at uh. AEW Dark recently, so he could not uh, wrestle. So, Solomon Tofu uh, decided to throw his weight around, I, I guess, and brought up a good idea, I guess, and told GM to put Cody James in his match with Quinn Winnock. So, GM... Thought this was a, a good idea because that means Solomon Topu gets his ass beat by two people. So it worked worked out. <coughs> Excuse me. So it was then later, um Axel Rico came out on the mic through the crowd telling uh the hate keepers to shut shut the fuck up. He's done talking. All the talking needs to stop. And he wanted his match with Shane Hollister right then and there. So, all this led to the match. Shane Hollister versus Alex Rico. Um, the Haykeepers tried to get involved. But a little bit of miscommunication happened. And Axel Rico took advantage and beat Shane Hollister. Uh, thoughts or concerns? Oh, man. Cool. That's <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's here's, too- here's, here's the thing I'll tell you. And actually, I was, uh, it was brought to my attention. When you're doing these, uh, these, uh, these tits, uh, uh, it, it was expressed to me that I don't talk so much while you do it. And here's the reason why. And I want people to kind of understand this. W is basically telling me a fucking story about a wrestling show that I didn't get a chance to see in person. And I love hearing about it. So I will throw my input in from time to time, but I like hearing more about this. I talk so fucking much. I think it's okay that if I, you know, for 15, 20 minutes, I just hear and I just listen, which a lot of people say I don't do enough. Well, at least but you don't interrupt. Fuck no. Only only a couple times. But when I do, it's funny. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm still going to ask you anyway. Oh, no, and I appreciate you do asking. I, I do appreciate it. it. just, nine times out of ten, I'll have a response, but 
if I think you you you've you've explained it clearly and uh, enough, I, I think we could uh, I think we're good to move on. All right, so we're gonna move on. Yeah. Match two. It was the scramble of doom. Joey Mayberry versus the dog based bastard Greg Murray versus Mario Fardua versus Evil Sierra versus Mark Marco Anthony and versus Trent Hammer. Uh, Evil Sierra wins by being evil. Fucking love Evil Sierra. Still one of my favorite uh, local fucking women's wrestlers. Hell yeah. Um, uh, during the match, there was a little bit of miscommunication between Mario and Joey because they're part of, I guess they're part of the same group ish mm-hmm. of um, Team Babushka, but. Babushka. But they gotta understand it's like a battle royal that every, you know, every man, woman for themselves. So that 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 did they did uh, fight a little bit in the back. Uh, I had to break it up. <laughs> I almost I almost lost the tooth. I think Mario almost bit me. Or that or was that uh, Joey? I don't know. Either you way, you don't know who almost bit you. Well, it was a rough situation. Hopefully the cameras got it. If not, oh well. Alright, um, a trios tag match. Ryan Matthews, Jax Johnson, and Vanestra versus Jay Thunder, who took the place of Adam Stallion, versus TJ Steele, and Acid Jazz. Matthews wins the match for his team doing dirty stuff to Jazz. Uh, oh hey, uh, Nubby, real quick. I don't mean to interrupt you. Um, so I'm in the I'm I'm in the process of uh, inviting somebody to our podcast next week, and uh, I just realized that it was one year ago today, thanks to uh, Facebook memories, that JFW was first mentioned on the Power Hour. Yeah, it was. Yeah, Fucking and I was amazing. And I was a hater back then. <laughs> you fucking monster. I was a monster. Hey, but look at this, man. Cactus rack for commentary. Look at you. You're a fucking prophet. And it happened. She became a commentator. JFW got owned. Uh, things have changed since then, for sure. JFW got owned. What the fuck, Nubby? <laughs> and, and to think, Steve spent the whole year saying I didn't have his back. I clearly had his back then. It's okay. Being defeated isn't the end of the world. You'll find a new way to cope and move on. It's the past, bro. <laughs> you motherfucker. I was a monster. Uh God. Awesome. Good fucking times. Uh oh yeah, your uh your your title shot for the high voltage title's still pending. Alright. Nothing to yeah, do with what I just read. Well shit, I'm pretty sure it would have been cancelled if you were gonna throw that in my face. <laughs> 
I wouldn't do that. Uh, I don't. I don't, right. I don't like to miss personal and professional lives. That's a good thing. Fuck yeah. All right. Anyway, so moving I see on. What you're yeah, 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 yeah. That was a year ago when things happened. Right. So uh, the three-way happened between Solomon Topu, Quinn Whitock, and Cody James. I'm uh, pretty sure Topu won. I don't think anything. Uh, I don't see another match that BJ Porter wrapped and I wasn't paying attention. When I was supposed to, actually, I was actually supposed to be watching him. Has he? Uh, has he? Has he got better on his uh, five count break uh, counts? He's getting there. Uh, let's see. Um, it was Heather Reckless and Cypher versus Shelly the Bombshell and Eric Schultz, Team Babushka. Babushka. Uh, Cypher got the win for his team over Schultz. Heather tried to control Cypher some more. Um, got, tried to get him on Schultz, but Schultz ended up bailing. On Shell, on Shelly and, uh, Cypher, who was then hesitant to beat up on Shelly. Um, he did pick her up for a choke slam and then put her down and Heather got mad, kicks him in the nuts, started screaming at him, put the chain back on him, whipped, whipped him with it, and he ended up getting pulled away like a dog that he is. It, it's mistreatment, man. What happened to equality? I bet he's stuck in the friend zone, too. Yeah. Who you the fuck that? just waved at me? <laughs> she just said you can't see her. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> trying to be funny. Is that fucking Joan Cena? <laughs> Joan Cena. That made her laugh. All right, because I'm fucking funny. Why do you think I host two different podcasts? Why do you think I get talked negatively about a year ago? That was a year ago. And look where you are now. Now you're on a podcast because the other one wouldn't, wouldn't even fucking consider you a person. How dare they? And exactly. You defended them. And you defended them. Yeah, and all the treatment I got for me. Fuck. Right, right. Mm, I get better treatment here, that's for sure. That's right, that's right, because I love you, Nubby. The greatest podcast in history. Greatest faction. We are the greatest faction. That's why I do the intros. That's right. (laughs) Maybe one day I'll do it. Right, hey, I encourage you to. Open invitation. Whenever you want to try doing the intro, it's all you, bud. All right, maybe... I'll consider it in the future. Fuck yeah, we'll get there. Fucking get there. Alright, for the tag team titles, we had a TLC match. It was Doug Kings, the champions, versus Big Mood, Jack Moody and Mateo Valentine, versus the Hate Keepers, versus Alpha Zeta Zeta. This match was crazy. Tables were broken, ladders were broken, chairs were used. I had to chase um, Dope Kings and uh, uh, Hate Keepers around the building. 
We went outside. Pretty sure I fell again. I don't know what it is. The Hate Keepers are now the new CSW Tag Team Champions. Nice. Now this was a multi <coughs> right? Yes. Gotcha. We were we all had our spots and I, I was the one that ran with those guys because they went through my side. I'm like, oh well, I might as well go chase after them like a bunch of kids. Why don't you you're the senior official, right? Yeah. Send the fucking kid. Come on. Come on, Nubby. Yeah, you gotta assert that dominance, bro. You gotta let him know. Like, hey, I'm gonna go run for that shit. Go get it. Yeah. All right. I should have. Next time it's BJ Porter's problem. That's right, man. That's right. You fought right. that fucking senior fucking title. You fucking earned That's that right. shit. Oh, yeah. Dang. Oh, yeah. Alright, um, next match. Chris Miller versus Eugene. <clears throat> Chris Miller got the win. What? Yeah. Here is what happened during the match. And I was surprised that it wasn't brought up like um like he promised or he said on a power hour, but <sighs> Eugene uh caressed my belly. He was touching my belly. Because like, I'm like a Buddha? Like, he, he was, like, I'm pregnant. Almost. Like, he was rubbing your belly, or he was standing behind He grabbed, you like, kind of grabbed, no, he, like, he grabbed it-ish. Like, a couple times. Did you grab his belly? No, I was kind of, like, shocked at the time. But that also led to something else, because... Oh, jeez, did it wiggle? What wiggles all the time when I move, but that, um, so you know, you know how I'm over, no matter where I'm at, fucking over, and I don't mean that, and I don't make it on. I don't go out there every time and go like this with my hands, be like, "Come on, cheer for me." I don't do that when I'm around. I go out there as a professional, but I can't help when the fans cheer for me. Well, it was during the match that the fans were cheering for me. It happens. Eugene caught on to it. Eugene then got their attention. Everything, everybody got silent. He said something. I don't know if he said he wasn't going to do something or I don't know, but basically I had to do the worm. Yeah, you did. I saw the video. So I did the worm because the crowd said so. And, and he did it. And I did it. Fucking crushed that worm, bro. I used to get higher with the legs, but I don't push oh, up it. Come on. That was, that was, that was, that was pre-senior official. This was official nubby. You're pre-official nubby. Or senior official nubby. Right. You got the worm, though, man. The point is you got the fucking pop. I did. God. And not only that. You were asked to do that by a, by a former WWE superstar. That is true. That's a fucking spot right there, man. That's awesome. Hey, let me ask you, because I never got really a chance to see a video of uh, Eugene, like, wrestle. Is he, is he still working the same fucking Eugene gimmick, or is he just kind of, like, yeah. more of a normal guy just using the name? 
No, he's he's doing the normal Eugene. Oh, Same yeah. music and talking crazy and doing crazy Walks, shit. Walks out with his hand, thumb in his hand and waving and shit. Yes. Um, Fucking excellent. There was a rock bottom. There was a people's elbow. Was there a stunner? There almost was. What about a leg drop? There was a leg drop, yes. Excellent. Okay. Fuck yeah. There almost was a stunner. Well, he called for an RKO, but either way. Yeah. And, and, and same in the end. Uh, he went for it, but Chris Miller pushed him. Almost got me. Luckily, I ducked, went under the rope, mm-hmm. and got out of the way. And then all of a sudden, Chris Miller uh, beat Eugene with the pedigree. Fucking pedigree. Talk about insult to injury right there. Because we all know Eugene had issues with Triple H back in the day. It was noted. It was noted by Chris Miller in his promo. All right, we got a main event. It was Joey Avalon, the champion, versus Steve Boz, who's the Metro Division champion. Um, This match ended up being a no contest because uh, multiple people decided to throw their nose in business to start beating people up. Who's the official for this match? Kevin Woods. Okay. So it's on him to not keep everything organized. Okay, gotcha. So uh, it was a no contest. Obviously, Joey Avalon retains the title. It was then uh, Axel Rico came out. More or less got a contract signed, um, or contract made up uh, by the lawyer, Eric Schultz. How he got that to happen, I'll never know. And it will be Joey Avalon versus Axel Rico at Second City Showdown 2 in November for the heavyweight title in a two out of three falls match. Special stipulation, if Axel Rico does not win the championship, he cannot challenge Joey Avalon as long as he is champion. For the title ever again. So it's pretty much do or die, Axel. Yeah. Eventually he uh, has to lose the belt. Eventually. But yeah. well, to who? I, know, I mean, respect for the fact that he's held on to it so long. He keeps finding a way. That's a genius right there. Yeah. Not bad for a Wisconsin guy. Fuck no. jeez. Uh, yeah. The cheese ring. Um, so, um, as I said, the uh, next show is Second City Showdown 2, November the 18th, which is a Friday. We are going to see the return of Davey Richards and Ashley Yamboy. Uh, I'm butchering the name, but it's a D A M B O. ISE, you can look her up. She's a talented uh, young woman. Uh, pretty nice as well. Got to talk to her a little bit last time I saw her. It is also, uh, we're having a Ring of Destiny match to determine number one contender for the CSW championship. Hmm. But last but not least for this show, is the Hall of Fame induction 
this year's inductee. Yeah, they've been they've been doing it for a while. Um, last year I believe it was Ripper Manson. Um, this year Willie the Bomb Richardson. That's well deserved. That's really cool. Hell to the yeah! I am excited. Uh, we haven't really seen Willie in a long time, especially when Chris Miller, I guess, ended his career before COVID. And yeah, so it's gonna be good to see Willie. And I've actually did see him recently. He's looking good. He's looking ring shape. So maybe he'll get back in the ring anyway. Well, I mean, we've seen it more than enough times. Uh, just because you're in a Hall of Fame doesn't mean your your uh, career is officially over. Right. I'm surprised that there was no mention of like you know inducting Ivan, knowing that he is officially done. Um, I guess it just depends on. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't get involved in that. Well, the dream, the dream of JFW is to <coughs> have a freaking Hall of Fame. That that will happen at one point. Not sure when. Not sure how we're going to do it. Not sure how we're going to decide. But, uh, yes, I would like to uh, have a JFW Wrestling Hall of Fame. That would be cool. A just freaking Wrestling Hall of Fame. Just a freaking Hall of Fame. Right, I'd even wait till you know the second year before I induct myself into it. <laughs> You'll wait till the second year to induct yourself. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel that I feel I feel I'm humble enough to do something like that. Well, at least you won't be the first. <laughs> it's kind of like you know uh, your cousin. He didn't want to be the first elite pro heavyweight champion. In fact, he never was. The Lee Pearl champion. He was a tag team champion. That was about it. So that's very humbling. Yeah, um, which uh, which acid is a uh, Hall of Famer himself? Dreamwave, yes. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty twenty thirteen, I think some shit they got inducted. I, don't know, I, th- I know I got the I got the screenshot of the uh, website that I found it on, but yeah. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, it is. Alright, um... Oh, also, uh, happy belated birthday to Acid. Oh, yeah, that's right. birthday this past Tuesday. He had a birthday. Another year older. Another year older, and still have an amazing top row backflip. Yes. Crushing it. Hell yes. So, that's the end of uh, Chicago Style Wrestling. We are going to jump into the next night for Northern Lights Wrestling, where I took part in. I had, yeah. I had a couple things I did. Uh, match one, Ewok defeated Shaq Jordan. After that match, I went out to the ring for a special promo. I wanted to hype up the fans, you know. It's a special Halloween show, you know, and I just wanted to thank them for all what they do. Um, I always appreciate the fans, especially last year when, you know, my first match in a long time that time, at that moment, 
and they were, you know, they were into me. They popped for me. So I thanked them then, and I'm thanking them again. But I also think a, quite a few personal favorites that were in, in attendance. But there was one person there that had a birthday that, and I wanted to uh, do something special for her. So I was having the crowd sing to her for her birthday. So I gave her a choice. Either she got would get in the ring or she stayed outside. Well, she chose to stand outside. I get it. So I counted the three and we were going to sing, right? Well, as soon as I hit three, Will Emery comes out and talks, 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 and shit. Um, it was then he mentioned a name in Beetlestain. Let me repeat. Beetlestain. 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 And the moment he said that name three times. Yeah. Beetlestain Stain appeared. Now, mind you, I wrestled Beetlestain last year, and I lost. That's okay. Beetlestain came out and wrestled Will Emery. Beetlestain won the match. So that is what he gets for interrupting a birthday song. What the fuck is Beetlestain? Uh... Well, if you know Pit Stain, then you know Beetle Stain. Because oh, yeah. Yeah, um... it's a Halloween show. It's so easy. Oh, yeah, I get it. No, no, I, I, I got that part. I'm just like, Beetle Stain. Okay, anyways. No, go ahead. Keep going. You're fine. You're good, man. You're good. So, Beetle Stain Wait, did, again. Did you, get the birthday? did you get the birthday song out? Oh, I'm going to get to that. I was yeah. jumping right into it. Yeah, don't let me hang on that, bro. I got to know. I got the, so after Beetlestain won, I got the mic back and I said, all right, we're going to do this the right way. And I promise no interruptions. And I made sure BJ Porter, who was the official for the day, which kudos to him for refing all the matches and doing pretty well. Um, made sure no one else came out to interrupt. I don't know how tough he really thought he was, but hey, um, so we did sing for her. Uh, you probably know her. She's known as Ace. She goes to SCW. Here's something I'll tell you about myself, Mubby. I am horrible with fucking names. I guess oh. I gotta see pictures, but if she goes to SCW, I'm sure I've seen her. Does she watch? Does she listen to the show? Uh, that's a good question. Okay, well, until you find out, I don't give a fuck who it is. Okay, well, anyway, so I did. Uh, the song got <laughs> off. And she was happy. That's how much I love my fans. Because those who don't listen to my show can fuck themselves. Well said. Anyway, so match three. Axel Rico versus Leslie La Moon. Another name I'm going to fuck up. Leslie La Moonica. La Moonica. We'll go with that. La Moonica. Yeah. Axel ended up getting the win for that. Then match four. Uh, it was a triple threat match which featured Jack Carpenter, 
versus Dakota Russell Ford versus yours truly, the Amazing Turtle. And guess who won that match? Well, I kind of told you already, but tell the fans. You won. Of course I did. Was there any doubt? No, you're the fucking turtle, bro. Exactly. I won with a super slice. And what is that? It's pretty much I fly in the air, kind of, with my arm out, hit a big move with my arm, and, you know. This is like a, like a tomahawk chop? Something like that. And I just roll. But it was more, it, I kind of put a flip into it. I'm trying to figure out what this finish is here, Nubby. You gonna is this is this a middle of the rope, top rope? Oh, yeah. uh, it was me running. You off running. The <laughs> and then what? You just kind of so you hit you hit him <laughs> in the head with a tomahawk. Well, no, I he was laying down. I hit the ropes, and then I just go over his body with my arm. As, oh, so and it's I'm, like a cannonball. Yeah. Somewhat, oh. but I'm flipping-ish on my side, kind of hitting him with my arm and my shell. Super slice. Okay, on board. I'm on cutting him. Okay, see, when I'm thinking super slice, I'm thinking you're on the top, you're on, like, the middle rope, and you're coming down like a fucking tomahawk chop to the fucking forehead. Nah. I think no. I think that I think that could be a potential move you had to your arsenal, though. We're going we're gonna to work on that. I have other other things to work on. Fuck, that yeah. people keep on telling me to do, and I want to do it, but I got to practice it. The fact that you don't have a move called Shell Shock. Shell I do. Me. I do. Perfect. That's the splash into the corner. You know who else has a finishing move called Shell Shock? Nobody cares. Feed me more. He doesn't have any finisher. <laughs> he doesn't exist anymore. So he can <sighs> suck an egg. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I won the match. Fuck, yeah, you won the match. I did show some respect to Jack Carpenter because it is pretty much his house that he uh, built, you know. Mm-hmm. And little history, me and Jack Carpenter both were elite pro. Yeah, that was post-travesty. 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 I even mentioned, him to, mentioned uh, you to him, and he didn't know who you were. Yeah, you said, man, he he had to have come after I left. Um, yeah. Does he listen to the show? I don't think so. Then he could fuck himself. You know why? Because he doesn't listen to the show. Because he doesn't listen to the show. Exactly. I encourage you to let him know that. Like, hey, uh, uh, I brought you up to Travis, and uh, he said that if you don't listen to our show, you can fuck yourself. Hell yeah. yeah. Anybody who doesn't listen to our show can go fuck themselves. Right, right. Because Wait, they're not a fan of mine. That means people in this house can go fuck themselves. John Cena? John Cena don't listen to the fucking show? No, only when I have it on in the car. Uh, can she hear me right now? No, she's in the other room. Oh, tell her, tell her she can go fuck her. No, <laughs> 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 Maybe in Tyler versus EJ Jensen, and EJ Jensen picks up the victory. Oh God, I, I I love I love Fat Eddie. Such a such a cool fucking dude. 
I was a tag team partner of fucking Fat Eddie's at the training school. Oh yeah. Yeah, we uh, we were the bastards. We came out to the fucking bastards by Primus. It was awesome. <laughs> we did have a couple matches with each other and everything. Uh, he he was a pretty cool guy. Oh, Dark Mask Pro. Yeah. Is that what you were you were a part of? Uh yeah yeah. Whenever like we would just stick around after training. I think it was usually on Saturdays. Like we had some matches and shit like that. But I don't know if any of my matches were actually videotaped or not. It'd be cool if they were. You know, I did have a camera. Old school video camera, VHS, that had matches on it. I don't have the camera, but I think I have the video somewhere. If you have the video somewhere, if you ever come across it, and there's a travesty match on it, I need to see it. Because it would probably be the only travesty match ever in fucking existence that's recorded. I know I used to do wrestling like in the backyard kind of thing uh, with friends, and I don't think we ever recorded it. So if you ever find a video of those shows, those little shows we put on at the school, and there's a match of me on it, I need to see it because it'd be the only fucking match of travesty, and it'd be fucking amazing. And the actual proof that you did it, right? Right? Yeah, because no one ever fucking believes it. I'll put that. Sh- I'll put that shit up on fucking YouTube too. People can see the long hair and the fact I actually knew what I was doing at one point. I think I. It, God, I. I know I wrestled fucking Eddie. I think I wrestled Chad at one point. I know I never wrestled John or Ryan. They always did their thing together. I don't think I ever wrestled you either. Probably not. Eddie, I I think Eddie and Chad. I know I wrestled John and Chad. Yeah. I think I wrestled Chad once, and I think I oversold the fuck out of it. Like, I was doing, like, the Rikishi, like, somersault suit, like, clotheslines and shit. Like, I just oversold the fuck out of it just to have fun. Alright, so that's the end of the results from this past weekend. A couple of shows I don't have too much information about. Um, Got a couple matches to announce for IPW, but I got a special show to talk about here. League of Wrestling is making its return after a long hiatus. Uh, they're Chicago based. They're having a Save the Center show. So it's a special charity show. Mm-hmm. They're helping to raise money to save, well, like it says, the center. Um, the Paul Hall Center in Chicago, uh, is going through some stuff and they need some help. So, uh, the League of Wrestlers, League of Wrestling, um, Putting together a show for charity for this for the um, for the center. It's gonna take place this Saturday, October 29th, at the Veteran of Foreign Wars in Lake Station, Indiana, 2750 Central Avenue in Lake Station. Tickets are just ten dollars. Children are for are five dollars. Doors open at 5 p.m. Meet and greet is 5:30. Through 6.30 and bell time is 7 p.m. Scheduled to appear are the ARC, uh, looks like AJ Flyer, Sheik, Sean Danger, um, Just Amazing, uh, and, um, Rage, uh, Mike Strong, and a bunch of other guys will be on this show. Uh, there was no matches. Presented 
except uh, the ARC will be defending their tag team titles. C-Red uh, wants it to be announced that they are the longest reigning LOW tag team champions because, you know, not defending them counts. They never lost it, and they still have it. It fucking counts. But they uh, never defend. Um, Can't lose or win if you don't defend. That's really cool. Yeah, it, it's awesome, like, when these independent companies kind of, like, collaborate with, like, a charity or a cause and everything to kind of help raise money. I think that's really cool. So we'll make sure that uh, that stuff is shared on uh, our social media and everything so uh, people kind of know where to find that and everything. And Lake Station isn't that bad. I think ARW does, uh, does their shows on Lake Station. Yeah. I believe this is the same building that Crash Tessa was doing for a little while. Um, if it is the same building, it's actually not too far away from the ARW building, so. So that's that. Again, it's this Saturday. We'll share the inf- all the information. Holy fuck, Melby. What did I do? I'm watching, uh, I'm watching your, your victory over Carpenter. <laughs> I'm digging the finish, okay? Now that I see it, I get it. You fucking, like, that's like, you're like driving your fucking elbow into that motherfucker, man. Like, yep. Dude, God, that's fucking Slicing. amazing. Slicing him. That's fucking, imagine, imagine how awesome that would be if you did a springboard off the middle rope into that shit. Well, I used to be able to do a springboard, uh, crossbody. See? Doesn't mean you won't be able to do it again. Only time will tell. Fuck yeah. So, um, that, that is League of Wrestling Saturday. Save the center. I've been to the Paul Hall Center. I've wrestled there once. Seen a few shows there. It's a nice place and it, it's been important to the community. It's on, uh, 104th and Western. So that area. And it pretty much, that center is like, you know, it keeps, you know, the kids off the street and everything, and they, they've been around a long time. Yeah. So, it's a good, I, I support it. Yeah, I, I think, I think it'd be good for anyone to get out there, you know, enjoy some wrestling and obviously, you know, support a good cause. So, I mean, I, I think, I, I think I got some free time this week and I might be able to make my way out to, uh, Lake Station. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to teach yeah, you what a mute button is, fucking nubby. It's all the way over here. I can't get to it. Here's the thing. You got Skype opened up? Yeah. You got a microphone there on the bottom right next to the camera and the hang-up button? Yeah. It's a fucking mute button, bro. That's a mic button. How next? I know. It's crazy, right? Because if I sit here... Oh, shit. I can't hear him. What's happening? Oh, my oh, God. Here I am again. Oh. Let me try. Oh, see, yeah, no, I can't hear you. You can hear me still, but I can't hear you. How about that technology? I, I know, right? Okay. I don't have to cough into the fucking mic anymore. I know. My bad, my bad. You see me hacking up my fucking life over here, but you don't hear it. It's true. My bad, my bad. I'm right? still learning. How'd you, still how learning. Would you feel? How would you feel to sit here and give you all your shit? I'm just like... <coughs> <coughs> well, now, see, that just sounds crazy <laughs> yes it does <laughs> anyway so um ipw this saturday so not me not saturday sunday see got me all fucked up here 
That's right. I'm blaming you. All right, hey, I'm, Sunday. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to educate you as I go forward here, but I'm, I'm teaching you shit. Teaching me. Teaching. I don't want. You, I don't want you to be known as the coffee nubs. I used to be the farting nubs. I farted on your cousin during a match. He didn't like that too much. Uh, did he chop you afterwards? Yes. <laughs> um. So, um, Indiana Pro Wrestling this Sunday at the. Uh, VFW Hall Post, 311 22341 Governor's Highway in Richmond Park, Illinois. General admissions 15, kids 10 and under 10. Doors open at 1 p.m. Show starts at 2 p.m. One of the matches announced. The league champion, Aaron Stone, takes on Power Hour Steve. Is that the last event? Aaron Stone got made it known that he's pissed that he's not had a main event match, and Steve has, so he's taking it out on him. I should also keep in mind that Aaron Stone is the host of the show, so essentially he is the general manager for the day. So he can make any match he wants. So, um, Steve did accept the match, and he's going to be wrestling Aaron Stone for the league championship. Uh, he, uh, I, if you want Steve's, uh, comments on it, uh, listen to his, or watch the Power Hour that was, that's out there now. Um, he had some thoughts on it, and he's going in for a fight. More, plain simple. He's not a wrestler, but he'll fight. Um, alternative championship match. We're gonna see Ewok the champion take on Russell TD for the trios championships. The ARC, the champions, will be taking on the work pussies. I mean, the workhorses. <laughs> C Red is so pissed off, so sick of the workhorses. He has made it known. I've heard the word fuck so many times in one promo before I think C-Red takes the cake now he's made it known that he does not like the workhorses but nobody does no one likes them can't think of anyone, yeah, can't think of anyone who really cares for those guys I don't even think their their, mom, their mothers like them oh god no come on they're probably ashamed they, they, they were abandoned quicker than a box full of kittens <laughs> um, Sean Danger will be having an open challenge for his drinking championship, his beer drinking championship. What this entitles, I don't know. Is it going to be? Is they going to be drinking for the championship? Does this mean anybody can challenge him? You're good with beer. I'll fucking be there. Do it. I drink some beer. Hell yeah. yeah! I grew, I grew, I grew up in country, bro. I could drink fucking piss water. Fine. It's anything. funny because. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say anything from fucking uh, from those from Natty Ice, Bush Light, all the way up to uh, you know, something classy like a Guinness. I'm in. I'm in on all of it. I'll fucking what if I can win a belt and drink beer at the same fucking time. Crush it. Fucking crush it. 
fucking nice. Um, it should be you wanna, noted. You want you want to know why, why? Do you understand why that was the best thing I ever taught you? Because you coughed so bad, you shook your fucking computer. Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was going to be a loud, aggressive one. And because you're able to mic it, you're able to get that shit out. <laughs> fucking a. So um. Anyway, go ahead, yes. Speaking of speaking of the drink, beer drinking title, um, Steve actually challenged him before for that title. And Steve ended up drinking piss. Like, actual piss. That's phenomenal. That, that makes my heart feel fucking good, because that's fucking <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> um, <clears throat> another match announced, uh, the Junior Heavyweight Championship. Nick Diamond, the champion, will be taking on my boy, Muggsy James. This should be a great match. And then, um, another match, I guess. It's actually called the Turtle Open Challenge. But, uh, I didn't sign off on this. I did not issue a challenge. Now, don't, now, don't get me wrong. I'll take on anybody. I'll challenge anybody. I've done it before. You're fucking impartial. Yeah. I am not afraid of anybody. I'll get in there with Hunter Payne. I mean, um, um, scratch that. Um, thank you for telling the booker. Sustain. (laughs) Um, disregard. You know, I you know I don't edit shit out. Just to be clear, you said you stepped in the ring with Hunter Payne. Gotcha. Noted. Thank God I got a booking meeting tomorrow. So, um, Aaron Stone, because he's the host of the show, since he makes the matches, he's putting me in a, and he's calling it the Turtle Open Challenge. So, under his ruling, I have to challenge anybody. So, I don't know who I'm wrestling on Sunday. Wait, hold on a second. You're, it's the Turtle Open Challenge is if you get to pick your opponent or somebody gets to step up and wrestle you. Someone gets to step up and wrestle. Okay, gotcha. So are you are you refing and wrestling on Sunday? No, I'm just wrestling. Just straight up wrestling, gotcha. I, was, I just didn't know if they're going to give you that double pay or not. No, no, no. no. And besides, I don't think Aaron Stone would allow that. He's obviously got something against me. The true noble challenge should be the main event. It should be, but we know what the main event is. It's Aaron Stone versus Steve. Yeah. And there's a roster full of people that I know I would love to face. So I don't know where Aaron Stone is getting at with this. I don't know. If if he's trying to punish me, he's not doing a good job because, as I said, I'll get in the ring with anybody. It'll be C-Red. He's got a trills. Yeah, he could probably do double duty, but he dude's won't. A, dude's, a, dude's a 20-year fucking bat. C-Rev won't get in the ring with me. He won't get in the yeah, ring with would. me. Oh, yeah, he would. Not, not without the ARC's help. C-Rev C- will walk right in, walk right through. Fucking man, fucking man of the powerhouse. I don't know, I've never seen c I really need to show up Sunday because I can see so many. I can see fucking Turtle Wrestle. 
I can see Steve wrestle, and I can see C-Red wrestle, because I still, to this day, has never seen C-Red wrestle a match. That's and I crazy. made it a point, and I made it a point. I never want, I never went on the YouTube. Okay, I can use your YouTube D-Red versus Blink. I don't want to. Because it's been this long since I've ever seen C-Red wrestle a match, the first time I do, I want to see it in fucking person. And Richmond Park is not that far from me. It's like 25 minutes. And you need and to show up. What time is that at? Two o'clock. Fuck yeah, I can. I need a front row seat, though. Uh, There's not a bad seat in the house, so. I want a front row seat. I'll work on it. <laughs> I got, I got, to, I got to talk to the um, the information on liaison. I think he'll talk to the people that are higher ups. Front row seat next to the entrance. I want to be able to slap your hand when you walk out. I'll work on that. In fact, as long as you are going, I'll make sure you have a seat. Yeah, man. As far as I know, I got nothing going on Sunday. This is like my first free weekend. I don't got anything podcast or social media related. Everything's edited and done. God, dude, October is a shit storm for Travis. See when it comes to fucking studio stuff. But oh god, like I said in the middle of the day on a Sunday. Fuck yeah, I'll watch some wrestling. Hell yeah. Like I said I get to fucking watch Steve fucking lose a match. Oh, cake. And you let me know, and I'll make sure you have a seat. Both I'm really eager. And I have to think, what if four people come out and want to wrestle you? Oh, damn. And that's just four people I got to beat up. Is there a limit? I mean, did he put, like, only one? There's no stipulation. There's no rule. Like, nothing has been said. It just says, Turtle Open Challenge. What, what if it's Hector? Um, not likely, because no, Chris Hedford's a bitch, so. Not one bit. Um, I have a better chance of facing C-Red than I do Hedford, and that's pushing it. Yeah. Well, I did invite Hedford to the show next week, so let's see if he responds. Uh, what, what'd you say I got distracted? You heard me. I invited your buddy Hedford to the show next week. Next? What? Yeah. Wrestle Rage is coming around. Figure why wouldn't why not give him an opportunity to come on and promote the show? That should be I'm fun. I'm actually kinda I'm actually considering maybe uh getting a hold of Damien Saint too. You know as much as he's a no, I'm gonna i I'm gonna choose my words wisely here. Because what are we talking about next week? We're talking about Wrestle Rage and Rocket Pro? Yeah. Hey, wouldn't it be perfect for both of them to show up? Both of them have the same mind. Right. But see, it, it, it'd be separated. I'd have Hedford on for a little bit. I'd have Damien Sade on for a little bit. And then it would be our shit. I'm going to put them all on at once. Because they seem, as much as Damien Saint seems like a pretty decent guy, he seems like a jabber. He likes to jabber jabber. I'm all bored for you to talk on a podcast, but I don't want you talking more than travesty. <laughs> They're both on at the same time? They'll both uh, want to kiss each other's asses, probably. <laughs> I don't know. But I, I have to choose my words wisely when it comes to Saint. He did give me what I want. True. So I have to be nice. Right. I, I, I'm i not a lot. I can't, I can't even have an opinion 
on his recent things with Steve. I have to step up. Right, right. You, you're defending a guy who didn't even offer you a seat at the fucking power hour table. Yeah. Even though a year ago you fucking backed that dude. I did. Yeah. Um, are you, uh, you got anything else you want to add? I'm done with the tip. Perfect. Uh, I just want to let you guys know, even though it is quite a ways away, uh, Phoenix Pro Wrestling is coming back, uh, in April. It is Phoenix Attack Saturday, April 15th in Holman American Legion. Um, apparently got a few debuts there. Tank Bryson, uh, the Summit, Tag Team The Summit, and Wildcard Mercer are making their PPW. Uh, debuts at that time. And we'll talk more about that show when we get closer. Obviously, again, like I said, it is in April, so it's ways off, but uh, PPW has always been good to JFW, and uh, I want to return the favor and make sure you guys know about it, and we can talk more about it as we get closer that show. Cool, cool. Yeah. I gotta make it to a show. I would love to go see a PPW show, but oh, it's such a fucking hike. It's up there in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, it's, I want to say it's like it's like a five-hour drive. That's that's like one. That's like uh, a lot. It's so much, and that's like you know. I mean, me and Dizzle J were talking about maybe going up there one day, but it's like drive up there and to drive back. Like we wouldn't get home until like six and not like four in the fucking morning. Um, so we're thinking like, oh, we just stay in a fucking hotel and. uh you know, just fucking drive back the next morning, but I was like, hey, hotels, dude. Not like yeah. I'll stop a, a drive that far in one day does suck. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I've done it. When I did the cemetery vlogs and everything, I drove for 12 hours a day for two days straight. Five hours and ten minutes. You know, day one, 12 hours of driving. Day two, 12 hours of fucking driving. It was brutal. But I will make it to home in one day. Um... Well, I got no, I got nothing on SCW's upcoming show as of yet, but hopefully we will soon. Feast or famine, I believe, uh, is the name of it. Um, obviously we got uh Wrestle Rage and uh, Rocket Pro next week. Yes, sir. Yeah. Uh, if you guys don't remember, Ivan Manson will be doing his farewell speech at uh, Black and Blue, the ARW event, Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. So make sure you check out the information on that and check that out because it'll be Ivan's, as far as I know, final appearance in the wrestling ring. Which means I get to schedule my part two to the Ivan Manson interview where we're going to discuss some travel stories and some key matches in his career. So you can find all the stuff uh, about what we're talking about uh, on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you are a wrestling company or work for a wrestling company that you haven't heard us mention yet, Reach out to us so we can include you into the discussion about wrestling companies. Of course, you can find our show as they are released on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Podbean just by searching Just Regal Wrestling or JFW Podcast. Nobody, that's all I got. I think we can ring the bell on this episode. Perfect! As always, I am Travis. I am the amazing Turtle Nubby Kawabunga. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Breaking Wrestling, the JFW Podcast.